Hello, and thank you so much for joining me for this episode of Katim Speaks. Today, I'm going to be talking from the topic Hidden in Plain Sight, Kenneth Copeland and Greg Stevens. Now, Hidden in Plain Sight may turn into a series of teachings, but I mentioned previously that the kingdom of darkness is entrenched in many fields. These fields include the fashion and beauty industry, education, the government, the church, professional sports, transportation, construction, law enforcement, and even the medical community. These infiltrations of the previously mentioned fields are likened to the Marine and Leviathan spirits. Um, you could remember those words, but I'm not going to go into that today, but please keep those in mind. And these spirits are in place to twist the truth, cause division, persecute true Christians and dismantle families, basically to dismantle God's order. The satanic agents are sent out into one or more of these fields to carry out their assignment of division. Now, I spoke about Jim Carrey last time, and today I'm going back to the church. And I'll be talking about Kenneth Copeland and Greg Stevens, who are false pastors. Now, I'm talking about Kenneth Copeland, which some of you have already heard of him. And uh, I, some of the Christians that I, I am aware of are familiar with him, and it, it's in a negative way. Uh, based on his prosperity preachings, which are very harmful. However, recently I came across an old, older video of him um, that was completely horrifying. In a 2020 video, he introduced a teaching on blood covenant in which he conducted an illustration about what he calls the new two in one covenant. Now, this doctrine is a lie and heresy. And we are never to take anything from the word of God and we're not to add to it. So in his demonstration with Greg Stevens, which this video is on YouTube, I, yeah, you can see it there. If you want to see what I'm talking about, he takes a blade, Kenneth Copeland and cuts his hand. He squeezes his blood from cutting himself into a cup that has cranberry juice in it. Then Greg Stevens takes his own blade cuts his own hand and puts his blood into another cup that contains cranberry juice. Kenneth Copeland then quotes a scripture about Jesus where he was talking at the last supper, which he takes completely out of context and then proceeds to mix the blood cranberry juice cups that from his blood cup with the juice in it. And then Greg Stevens. So he's drinking his blood. He's drinking the blood of Greg Stevens with mixed with the cranberry juices. This was a grotesque demonic ritual in full display. This illustration and demonstration is a mockery to Jesus and his church. And I wanted to share this with you to show you how flagrant and aggressive Satan is. Nowhere in scripture are Christians permitted to drink blood or cut themselves. Drinking blood and cutting oneself are actually practiced during satanic rituals. In fact, we are forbidden to drink blood or cut ourselves. Leviticus 17, 13 through 14, for the life of all flesh, its blood is its life. Therefore, I say to the Israelite people, you shall not partake of the blood of any flesh for the life of all flesh is its blood. Anyone who partakes of it shall be cut off. Acts 15, 20, but should write to them to abstain from the things polluted by idols and from sexual immorality and from what has been strangled and from blood. These acts flagrantly done in the presence of so many are satanic. Jesus's covenant with us is forgiveness of sin, sins through his blood. 
We also respect the Trinity of the Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. If someone is preaching something other than this, you can be sure that they are a false preacher or pastor working for Satan. No one should be adding or taking things away from the word or ordinances of God. And anyone diminishing the power in the blood is a false pastor and teacher. Anyone saying or suggesting that any other blood or even real blood is to be used during the Lord's Supper is teaching the doctrine of demons. I don't care how long you've been knowing the person. Sin is sin and truth is truth. I don't care if they baptized your family, married you or preached at the family funeral. And it's not that pastor so-and-so had an off Sunday or evangelist minister so-and-so had a bad Sunday. No, 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 no. These people are agents of Satan on their job posts. Oh yes, they came to work. And just like some of us had to wear a uniform for work, some some of them put on a robe or they put on their uniform to punch in and do the devil's work. Communion. Is to help us remember what Jesus did on the cross for us. The elements of the juice and bread were to symbolize his body and blood. He did not drink real blood. Drinking blood and cutting or bloodletting is a satanic ritual. The reason they are trying to diminish the power of the blood is because this is one of Satan's kryptonites. When you hear people say, I plead the blood, they're calling and crying out for God's power and protection. They're calling on his blood because of the blood's potency. These false preachers and satanic agents don't want you praying again because it works against them and their satanic assignment. They don't want you to know the power of the blood because they know how badly it destroys their kingdom. The devil hates you, he hates prayer, and he hates when you know about the power of the blood. The video with Kenneth Copeland and Greg Stevens that I mentioned has over 32,000 views, yet he is still on the air misleading all types of people. People of God, we need to pray. This is Satanism and heresy. Also, pray for discernment during visual illustrations that emphasize points for a sermon. Now I'm talking about when you're going to the local church, pray for discernment during visual illustrations that emphasize sermonic points. While these can be excellent tools for biblical teaching principles, remember the devil is a copycat and uses this same thing to deceive. And it's usually in small doses. They don't usually let all the crazy out at one time. Luke 22, 30, 31 through 32. And the Lord said to Simon, Simon, behold, Satan hath desired to have you that he may sift you as wheat. But I have prayed for thee that thy faith fail not. And when thou art converted, strengthen thine brethren. So in closing, I just want to leave a few scriptures with you as it relates to the Lord's Supper, because the Lord's Supper communion is a sacred time and is something that we should not take lightly and we should take seriously. First Corinthians eleven twenty six. for as often as you eat of the bread and drink the cup, you proclaim the Lord's death until he comes. Acts two forty two. and they devoted themselves to the apostles teaching and the fellowship to the breaking of bread and the prayers. First Corinthians 10, 16, the cup of blessing that we bless is not a participation in the blood. Is it not a participation in the blood of Christ? 
the bread that we break, is it not a participation in the body of Christ? First Corinthians eleven twenty two. What do you not have houses to eat and drink in? Or do you despise the church of God and humiliate those who have nothing? What shall I say to you? Shall I commend you in this? No, I will not. And this is for when people were coming to the Lord's Supper back in those days and they were using the Lord's Supper to eat like it was a snack or or or, or a dinner. It's a it's a sacred time and it's something where we're remembering Christ. It's not for it's not time for it's not a snack time. It's not time for us to eat dinner when we're doing when we're partaking of the Lord's Supper. First Corinthians eleven twenty three. For I received from the Lord what I also delivered to you that the Lord Jesus on the night when he was betrayed, took bread, verse 24. And when he had given thanks, he broke it and said, take this is my body. He said, this is my, and he broke it and said, this is my body. I'm sorry, which is for you. Do this in remembrance of me. Verse 25 in the same way. Also, he took the cup after supper saying, this cup is the new covenant in my blood. Do this as often as you drink it in remembrance of me. This is the scripture I was talking about, about with Kenneth Copeland that he took out of context. Uh, and when I moved to verse 27, whoever therefore eats the bread or drinks the cup of the Lord in an unworthy manner will be guilty concerning the body and blood of the Lord. And this is why it's important that we ask God forgiveness of sin for, of, of our sins before we take of our communion, uh, because it is a sacred time. Uh, verse 28, let a, there, let a man person examine himself then. And so eat of the bread and drink of the cup. And that's what it's talking about. Examining yourself, asking God for forgiveness of any sins that we've committed before you take communion. Verse 30 tells us why that is why many of you are weak and ill and some have died. You can actually become sick or p- pass away. If we take the communion in out of or out of um in an unworthy manner okay it's that serious i'm going to skip to verse 32 but when we are judged by the lord we are disciplined so that we may may not be condemned along with the word world excuse me um i want to thank you so much for your time on this episode and i pray that god would continue to strengthen you in every area of you and your family's life god bless you